disclaimer, this uh, story that we're about to tell is pretty sacrilegious. Um, it's best to treat this episode uh, as a uh, as a South Park episode. If you do not wish to be offended, please click off now. Watch at your own risk. Yeah, you know, the whole point of Lessons with Mike is, is an open dialogue, a conversation, really. And sometimes on Lessons with Mike, this program that I've started, it's really developed into something so much more than I could have ever conceived in the beginning. But the program Lessons with Mike is all about things that push the limits, pushing boundaries, pushing concepts, pushing ideas. And, and that's what this episode is. So if this isn't something you're comfortable with, I encourage you to check out one of my many other episodes on any podcast platform. That was good. Thank that you. was good. I didn't know this was still the that was still the warning. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was just going on. Yeah, I thought so for a little bit too. Like, oh, he's changed the subject again. Greetings, listeners. Today is a very special episode of Lessons with Mike. I am here today with what has really become my my group of co-stars on the show. Because we've done so many wonderful AI episodes. We've together. gone from friends to co-stars. Yeah, on Lessons my with co-stars Mike. on Lessons with Mike. I'm Drew. Salutations. That's Ray's. I'm Jason. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm the wife. And wife is here. Mm-hmm. Hey, wife. Mm-hmm. I can Hi, wife. see you over there. And today we're gonna do more AI stories, specifically the sequel to my first AI story. Now I know you listeners remember that one. That one was very popular. Uh, I'm gonna do a recap. For those who may not know, uh, it, me, Raisin, Mike, and Kayla decided to rob a bank. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't decide. It just kind of happened. Mm-hmm. And then the AI decided that we would get caught up in a giant warehouse investigation where human experimentation was being done. And at the very end, a giant monster comes out of the warehouse and Jesus saves us. So the story starts us off with uh, the four of us and Jesus, of course. Can't forget him. Very important. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and start the story. Start the story. It was a hot summer day, and a group of friends were lounging on the couch in Kayla's parents' basement. (laughs) Like we're we're doing right now. (laughs) Whoa. You know, art imitates life. Mike was sorting through his collection of Pokemon cards. Raisin was playing Pokemon Go on his phone, <laughs> which he is right now. <laughs> I just got a 96% chinchow. And Kayla was playing Skyrim on her laptop. <laughs> Suddenly, the doorbell rang, and everyone turned to look at each other, wondering who it could be. Drew got up and answered the door, and to their surprise, it was Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man, what's up? <laughs> Jesus. Hey, guys, I've been thinking... <clears throat> What? I've been thinking. We've all been friends for a long time now, and we've been through a lot together. But I think it's time for us to have a little fun. Oh. Uh, What do you say? Are you in for a crazy year of wild parties, crazy adventures, and lots of laughs? Uh. Yes, let's do it. Why not? It's not like I have anything better to do. Plus, I could use a break from the pee factory. Mm. I'm in, but let's make sure we're safe and healthy while having fun. (laughs) And so, <laughs> and so the group set out on a year-long journey of fun and laughter. Year? Yep. Wow. Everywhere they went, Jesus used his powers to create the most amazing and unforgettable parties. <laughs> they danced. They laughed. They oh, ate. God. They drank. They had the time of their lives. 
One night they went to a fancy restaurant and Jesus turned all the food into the most delicious dishes they had ever tasted. Right. Kayla's IBS was a, wasn't an issue no more as <laughs> Jesus made sure that everything she ate was easy for her to digest. Oh, thanks, Jesus. <laughs> Another night they were at a park and Jesus turned the swings into rocket ships, okay. taking them on wild rides through the stars. This is the life, guys. Who needs reality when you have Jesus on your side? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amen to that, my friend. This is the life. Oh I couldn't agree more. Hiccup. <laughs> I'm just glad we're all together having a good time. You really are the boring one. <laughs> and so the year of fun continued with Jesus and the group, creating memories that would last a lifetime. It was a wild and crazy party with Jesus and the uh, gang drinking, dancing, and having a blast. But as the night went on, Jesus started to drink more and more. Eventually, he had one too many and became heavily intoxicated. Uh, this is Jesus, yes. <laughs> Drew, Ray, and Mike, and Kayla all gathered around Jesus, who was now slurring his words and looking sad. What's wrong, man? Drew asked, trying to get a response from Jesus. <laughs> I don't want to be Jesus anymore. <laughs> what? He replied. <laughs> I mean, being Jesus is tough work. <laughs> His voice heavy with emotion. I'm tired of being the Messiah, the savior of humanity. I just want to be a normal person for once. Raisin's eyes widened. What are you talking about, Jesus? You're the son of God. You're the most important person in the universe. I don't care, Jesus exclaimed. His voice raised in frustration. I'm tired of always having to save the world, of always having to sacrifice myself for others. I want to live a normal life like you guys do. Mike, who was feeling particularly sarcastic, added, Yeah, because our lives are just peachy. We don't have any problems or stresses. Kayla rolled her eyes. Mike, not now. Jesus sighed heavily. I'm serious, guys. I'm thinking about renouncing my divinity and just living out the rest of my life as a mortal. Excuse me. Drew and Raisin exchanged a worried look. They just did it in real life. Not sure how to respond to Jesus' statement. Mike, however, was undeterred. Sounds like a solid plan to me. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> Kayla gave him a stern look. Mike, you know what could happen. Jesus put his head in his hands. I just don't know what to do. I'm tired of always being the Messiah. I... Also, don't want to betray my father and everything he's created. The conversation continued on, with the group trying to talk Jesus out of renouncing his own divinity. But it seemed like nothing they said was getting through to him. The party continued, but the mood was somber, as they all worried about what the future held for Jesus and their friendship. The group gathered in private in a private room, discussing how they could help Jesus feel better. They had noticed that he had been acting strange and lonely, and they were worried about him. But as they were in the middle of their discussion, they heard a loud noise coming from the roof. They ran outside to see what was happening. Was it God? And to their horror, they found Jesus standing on the edge of the roof, about to jump to his death. Oh! oh! He can't die! I've read the Bible! He comes back. <laughs> Jesus, what are you doing? Don't do this! Mike cried. Jesus turned to look at his friends and sighed. Don't worry about me. I've died before and it wasn't so bad. <laughs> he said with a sad smile. But before I go... I have something to tell you all. I'm giving you a trial starting tomorrow. With that, Jesus turned back to the edge of the roof and jumped. Oh. 
The group watched in horror as he fell to his death. They couldn't believe that their friend was gone and that they were left with a new task to participate in some mysterious trial. The group looked at each other in shock and disbelief as they heard the loud thud. They ran to where he fell and saw Jesus lying on the ground, not moving. Drew spoke first. What the hell just happened? Raisin was shaking his head and said, We need to call an ambulance right now. Mike rubbed his eyes, trying to make sense of what just happened. This can't be real. This can't be happening. Jesus was fine just a few minutes ago. It was. What the hell made him do this? Kayla was crying, holding Pickles tightly. <laughs> I don't know, but we need to do something fast. He might He might be hurt. He's or dead. He's dead. <laughs> the group called the ambulance, and soon the sound of sirens filled the air. The sound <laughs> of sirens. As they waited for the parad- paramedics to arrive, they couldn't help but think about what had just happened. <clears throat> was Jesus really dead? What was going through his mind before he jumped? And most importantly, what was going to happen to him now Now that he was gone? When the paramedics arrived, they immediately assessed the situation and declared Jesus dead on the scene. <laughs> oh my God. The group was devastated. They couldn't believe that just a few hours ago they were having a party and now Jesus was gone. And they tried to make sense of what just happened. They remembered what Jesus had said before he jumped. He said he was going to give us a trial, a trial starting tomorrow. Mike nodded. But what the hell did he mean by that? Kayla wiped her tears. I don't know, but I think we need to find, I think we need to find out. We need to find out what he meant and what we're supposed to do now. Drew agreed. Yeah, let's go to the church tomorrow and see if we can find any answers there. Some clues. The next morning, Mike woke up feeling groggy from all the partying from the previous night. He stumbled into the bathroom to relieve himself, but was taken aback by the sight of his urine. It was a bright shade of red. Ha! Uh, oh my god. <laughs> oh, <no>. Excuse me. <laughs> That's not good. It's completely unprompted. Oh my god. He yelled out to the to, to the others. Guys, come quick. You won't believe what just happened. Drew, Raisin, and Kayla stumbled into the bathroom, rubbing the sleep from their eyes. What's going on, man? Drew asked, still half asleep. Mike pointed to the toilet. <laughs> My piss turned to wine. <laughs> I've got the powers of God. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, please. No, please. Oh, God. Raisin's eyes widened. No way, man. Are you serious? Kayla gasped. Mike, this is crazy. What are we going to do? The four of them sat down in the living room, trying to process what just happened. They discussed everything that happened the previous night and how Jesus was giving them some kind of trial. We need to figure out what to do with these powers, Raisin said. We can't just let them go to waste. Drew nodded. Yeah, I mean, think about all the things we could do. We could change the world, make a difference. Mike shrugged. I don't know, guys. I mean, I'm not exactly sure how to use these powers. What if I do something wrong? Kayla reached out and put a comforting hand on Mike's shoulder. We'll figure it out together, Mike. We're all in this together. We're all in this together. Raisin leaned forward, his eyes alight with excitement. I say we use these powers for good. We can help people make the world a better place. The four of them sat in silence for a moment, contemplating their new powers and what they were going to do with them. Mike took a deep breath and spoke up. All right, guys, let's do it. Let's change the world. The next morning, the group gathered around the kitchen table, discussing what to do with Mike's newfound powers. 
Raisin took out his Bible, trying to find any passages that might help. Drew was frantically scrolling through his phone, trying to find any information on the internet. And Kayla was quietly sipping her coffee, holding pickles in her lap. What are we going to do? Raisin asked, closing his Bible. I don't know. Mike replied, scratching the back of his head. Never been in this kind of situation before. We have to use your powers for good. Kayla said, looking up from her coffee. Yeah, but how? Drew asked, putting his phone down. I mean, what if Mike accidentally does something wrong? Like what? Mike asked, raising an eyebrow. I don't know, Drew replied, shrugging his shoulders. What if you bring back the dinosaurs or something? <laughs> he would do that. <laughs> <laughs> he would do that. Mike laughed. What are the odds of that? <laughs> but as soon as the words left his mouth, a bright light filled the room, and a loud roar echoed throughout the house. The group stumbled back, shielding their eyes from the light. When the light faded, they opened their eyes to find that the living room was now filled with dinosaurs. Yay! <laughs> Mike stood in the center of the room, looking around in disbelief. What the? Mike muttered, taking a step back. Oh. My. Mike. <laughs> my God. Raisin whispered, holding his Bible close. What have you done? I don't know. Mike replied, still in shock. I didn't mean to do this. I think you did. We have to get rid of them. Kayla said, grabbing Mike's arm. They're going to ruin the ecosystem. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say that. But how? Drew asked, looking around the room. I mean, we can't just wave a magic wand and make them disappear. I gonna do it. I don't know. Mike replied, biting his lip. But I'm going to try. Mike closed his eyes and concentrated, trying to reverse the spill. But nothing happened. The dinosaurs were still there, roaming around the living room. <laughs> It's not working, Mike said, opening his eyes. I don't know how to do this. You have to do something, Raisin said, looking around the room. This is a disaster. The group discussed for hours trying to figure out a way to get rid of the dinosaurs. They tried everything from spells to science, but nothing seemed to work. They were running out of time, and the dinosaurs were becoming more and more dangerous. As the group escaped the house and navigated through the chaos of the city, they were constantly on guard for any signs of the dangerous dinosaurs. They had seen all kinds of creatures, from the towering T-Rexes to swarms of velociraptors, and they were never quite sure what was going to come at them next. Despite their fear, they were determined to survive and make it out of this mess of life. Mike, who had caused all of this with his powers, felt guilty and ashamed. As you should. He never intended for things to get this out of hand, but now he was... <laughs> I only wanted it to be a little out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see a dinosaur, man. But now he was faced with the consequences of his actions. He was constantly searching for a way to make things right, but he just didn't know how. It was during one of their breaks from running, from running that Mike stumbled upon a small injured micro-raptor. It was a strange little dinosaur, but Mike felt drawn to it. He had always been a softy for animals, and he couldn't just leave it there to die. So he picked it up and brought it back to the group's makeshift shelter. It wasn't long before Mike realized that his powers had rubbed off on the little dinosaur. It was speaking to him, and he was shocked. <laughs> He named it Kyle. <laughs> and the two quickly became close. Kyle was smart and witty, and Mike found solace in talking to it. The group, however, wasn't so sure about Kyle. They had been through so much already, and they didn't know if they were ready to have another curveball. They had a long discussion about what to do with Kyle and whether or not it was safe to keep him around. But Mike was steadfast in his love for the little dinosaur and wouldn't hear of letting it go. In the end, the group decided to give Kyle a chance. They all worked together to help care for it and keep it safe. And as the days went by, they realized Kyle was a valuable asset to their group. Not only was it funny and entertaining, <laughs> but it was also incredibly smart and had a good head on its shoulders. I think that's why we keep Jesse around. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs>
Despite the dangers and chaos of the world around them, the group was able to find a little bit of happiness in their unlikely friendship with Kyle. And as they continued their journey, they never forgot the powers of love and the importance of taking care of each other. The group found refugee at Drew's house, huddled together in the living room, trying to come, up, come to terms with what just happened. Night was long and filled with fear as they kept watch for any sign of the rampaging dinosaurs. The next morning, Kayla stumbled into the bathroom and was shocked to see that her urine had turned a brilliant shade of red. No. Just like wine. She screamed for the others to come and see, and they rushed in, amazed by their sight. I think I have Jesus' powers now. Kayla said, her voice shaking. Mike, who had lost his power, sat quietly in the corner, feeling a mix of guilt and relief. <laughs> he couldn't handle the responsibility that came with being a deity. Drew, had, who had been keeping a low profile, stepped forward and spoke up. We need to figure out what's going on here. We need to understand these powers and how to use them for good. The group spent the next several hours discussing their newfound powers, trying to make sense of what was happening. Talked about their responsibilities and the consequences of their actions. So where are we staying at right now? We're at Drew's house. Oh, okay. My house. <laughs> We're in my living room. Lovely. Because we escaped Kayla's parents' house. Which was overran by dinosaurs. <laughs> Ran through a rampant city <laughs> and made it to my house where we spent the night. So oh, it's still overrun by dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We never fixed the problem. <laughs> okay. So there's still dinosaurs around. <laughs> Suddenly, out of nowhere, a bright yellow light appeared in the room. The group of friends, and Kyle, the speaking <laughs> micro-raptor, stared in awe as a golden staircase appeared in the room before them in Drew's room. They cautiously approached it and began to climb, each step taking them higher and higher into the clouds. Finally, they arrived at the top, where a large holy table was waiting for them. The group sat down at the table, still feeling dazed and confused about what was happening. Suddenly, Buddha appeared before them, <laughs> his gentle smile and serene demeanor making him an, an immediate calming presence. He sat down at the table and introduced himself as the deity of Buddhism. Next, Zeus walked in. His tall stature and powerful aura befitting of the king of the gods. He sat down at the table, striking up a conversation with Buddha about their different beliefs and practices. The flying spaghetti monster made his appearance next, <laughs> eliciting a few giggles from the group. But as he sat down at the table, they soon realized he was a serious deity representing the religion of Pastafarianism. It's a very popular religion. Joseph Smith. <laughs> no, 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 no. We not can't. Allowed. No. We're not allowed to say him. The founder of. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints walk in next, ready to share his beliefs with the group. Lastly, the God of Atheism made an appearance. <laughs> uh, <laughs> causing, Excuse me. <laughs> causing a bit of stir amongst the group. The group had never heard of the deity of atheism before. But as he sat down as, at the table, they were eager to hear his perspective. The gods in the group uh, continued their discussion with everyone sharing their thoughts and opinions. The gods listened intently as the group explained how they had uh, come to possess godlike powers and how they were unintentional and how they unintentionally brought back the dinosaurs the gods nodded in understanding but then asked why they had chosen to intervene in this world why did you feel the need to step in and use your powers why did you bring the dinosaurs back <laughs> asked zeus his deep voice echoing through the clouds <laughs> We wanted to make the world a better place, but said we didn't Kayla. know. But we didn't know how to use our powers properly. Ah, said Buddha. <laughs> but do you see the problems that have arisen because of your actions? The dinosaurs have disrupted the natural order, and now the ecosystem is in peril. No. The group nodded in agreement, feeling guilty for the chaos they had caused. 
Drew chimed in and brought up a question that had been bothering him. So, if you're all gods, why do you allow so much pain and suffering in the world? Attaboy. <laughs> the reason there are so many problems in the world, said Joseph Smith, is because without them, people have no reason to believe in us. It is through trials and struggles that people come to find comfort and solace in their faith. Don't you see? Said Mike. That's not fair to the people who are suffering. They shouldn't have to endure so much hardship just so people will believe in you. The gods were quiet for a moment, considering Mike's words. There is some truth to what you said, said the god of atheism. <laughs> <laughs> but it is also a fact that people must learn to believe in themselves to find the strength and the courage to overcome their own struggles. The group sat in silence, contemplating the words of the gods. Kayla couldn't believe what she was hearing. The gods, the beings that were supposed to be all-powerful and all-knowing, were saying that the suffering of the world was necessary for people to believe in them. She couldn't accept that. She stood up from the table, her anger evident in her voice as she spoke. That's not right. People shouldn't have to suffer just so they can believe in you. You have the power to bring peace to the world. Why wouldn't you use it? The gods were taken aback by Kayla's outburst. They had never been challenged like this before. But Kayla wasn't backing down. If you really are gods, then show the world that you care. Use your powers to help people not make their lives worse. The gods looked at each other, unsure what to say. They had always operated under the belief that suffering of the world was necessary. But maybe it was time for a change. Well, consider what you said, Zeus finally spoke up. But Kayla was already done with the discussion. She and the rest of the group left the table. <laughs> Not looking back at as they descended down the golden staircase. No. This isn't over. Kayla said as they left Drew's room. We'll find, uh, <laughs> we'll, find, we'll find a way to bring peace to the world. Even if the gods won't help us. The group stepped out into the world determined to use their powers for good even if it meant going against the gods. They had a lot of work to do, but they were ready for a challenge. Okay, so so I'm picturing the god of atheism as like a little... Black void. Yes. A black void would be pretty cool. Like just a void that can I, I hate that it didn't describe his appearance. It just said, you know, people had not heard of this god before. <laughs> uh, Kayla closed her eyes and with determination was able to rid the world of all its suffering in the blink of an eye. Yay! Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> the group was ecstatic when they saw how Kayla had brought peace to the world. Just step outside. Did it. Yep. <laughs> Everywhere they looked, people were happy and carefree. But as the day went by, they began to notice something wasn't right. The poor were no longer working. <laughs> oh, no. It's a capitalist. <laughs> oh, my God. As they felt that everything was provided for them. The hungry were no longer eating as they couldn't feel pain in their stomach anymore. <laughs> What? <laughs> um. Conversations were no longer taking place as everyone agreed with one another. The, gr <laughs> the group started to realize that the peace Kayla brought was not the solution they thought it was. What have we done? Mike exclaimed. People are dying and the world has become dull and uninteresting. <laughs> Am I still here? Yeah, you're still here. Okay. Drew, was who was usually calm and collected, was now worried. We need to fix this, he said. We need to find a way to bring balance back to the world. We need chaos. <laughs> the group huddled together, trying to come up with a solution. They talked for hours, trying to find a way to restore the balance they had once lost. But nothing seemed to work. The situation was becoming dire. Kayla, who was usually so confident, was now feeling defeated. 
I didn't mean for this to happen. She said. I just wanted to bring peace. <laughs> the next morning, Drew woke up feeling strange. Something was different about him. He couldn't quite put his finger on it. And he went pissed. As he stumbled out of bed and made his way to the bathroom. Oh my God. He felt a strange sensation in his fingertips. Suddenly, as he reached for the light switch, he became enveloped in a bright light and everything in the bathroom was transported outside. Uh. Drew was stunned. He had just used his powers for the first time. As he gazed out into the world, he realized the extent of his powers and what he could do with them. I'm really surprised they didn't go back to the urine thing. Yeah. <laughs> you just tell, you go into the bathroom. It suddenly everything's no longer there. <laughs> like the toilet. Is like just it like... knew the pattern of going to the bathroom, but it was like this urine thing's kind of overdone. The group gathered around Drew as he shared his ideas for how he would use his powers to bring peace and prosperity to the world. I'm going to take over every single government in the world. There it is. <laughs> Drew announced, a grin spreading across his face. <laughs> I'll make sure everyone has everything they need and that no one is ever left out without. At first, the group was a bit hesitant. They had seen the consequences of using their powers without caution, and they were worried Drew's plan would have similar negative consequences. But after much discussion, they realized Drew's heart was in the right place, and that he generally, generally, gen, genuinely, genuinely, yes, that wanted to make the world a better place. We're here to help, Mike said, speaking to the group. Let's be careful, okay? We don't want to repeat the same mistakes that we made before. What is this voice? That's a new voice. That's a new voice. You're right. You haven't talked in a while. I haven't. I'm, like... <laughs> I'm actually surprised about that. I didn't realize that. Drew agreed, and together they set out to implement his plan. They traveled the world, visiting each government and convincing the leaders to step down. Wow. Drew used his powers to bring peace to the world, and soon everyone was living in harmony. I thought the world was already at peace. Yeah, but the peace is kind of chaotic at the moment. As the group set down... Discussing the state of the world, they couldn't help but feel a sense of unease. Kayla, who had been the one to bring peace into the world, spoke up first. I thought that by ending all the fighting and conflict, everyone would be happy. She said, a hint of sadness in her voice. But it seems like the opposite has happened. No one wants to work anymore. Restaurants have closed down and companies are failing. What have we done? Mike nodded in agreement. I never thought of the consequences of using our powers for good. We just wanted to help, but it seems like we've only made things worse. Drew, who had acquired his powers after the others, sat quietly in a corner. He had been the one who had taken over all the governments in a day, but he too was feeling the weight of the situation. Maybe we were too hasty in using our powers, he said. We didn't think about how it would affect the world as a whole. I really think I just dipped. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is funny. I said, peace. <laughs> It's funny because they bring up Kyle next instead of you. <laughs> Kyle, who had once been a small dinosaur, but was now able to speak thanks to Mike's powers. That still makes him small. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> who was once a now, who was once a di small dinosaur, can now talk. He chimed in. We all just wanted to make the world a better place, but it seems like we've created a utopia that is actually a dystopia. Dystopia. Yeah, that. Dystopia. <laughs> Dystopia. The group fell in silence, each lost in their own thoughts. They had just wanted to do good, but instead they had created a world that was worse off than before. They needed to find a solution, but they didn't know where to start. The next day, Raisin rubbed his eyes oh. as he woke up from a deep sleep. Oh, it was just a sleep. <laughs> Feeling a strange energy surging through his body, he quickly got up and went to the bathroom. Yep. But as he looked in the mirror, he saw that his reflection was shining with a golden light. Oh. Raisin couldn't believe what he was seeing. 
and rushed to the living room where the rest of the guys were gathering. Guys, guys! Oh, that's you. Ah, uh, it's me. Guys, guys! You won't believe what just happened! Raisin exclaimed. I have the god powers now! <laughs> the group was in disbelief as they gathered around Raisin to examine him. Examine him. Look at me! <laughs> they I'm confirmed not... that Raisin indeed had the powers of a deity. Yay! Michael. What do we do now? Mike asked. Drew is taking over the world. No one wants to work anymore. <laughs> we can't bring peace to the world anymore. <laughs> no one wants to work. <laughs> you sound like an old, like, Republican. <laughs> we need to find a way to use Raisin's power to help the world. Kayla said. But how can we do that uh, when everyone is content with their current situation? See, content, Michael. Contentness <laughs> is not good. Sorry, this, I just it had to be said. Maybe we can use Raisin's powers to make people want to work again, Drew suggested. But we have to be careful not to cause any negative consequences. The group spent the rest of the day discussing possible ways to use Raisin's powers for good without causing any harm. They all agreed that they had to be cautious and careful with the newfound abilities. We can't just use that powers without thinking about the consequences, Raisin said. We have to find a solution that benefits everyone, not just one group of people. Let's not be racist, guys. <laughs> The group gathered, talking together in Drew's living room, to discuss their plan of action. They were struggling to find a new solution to the current state of the world where no one wanted to work. <laughs> I like how that's how they—that's what it focused yeah. on, and everything was in the state of chaos. That's when Raisin brought up an idea. Oh, what if we? What? What if we create robots with my powers? Raisin said, <laughs> "They can run the society and take care of all the tasks that no one wants to do." The group was initially hesitant about the idea, but they eventually came around to the idea after Raisin explained how it would work. They would program the robots with Raisin's powers and assign them tasks that needed to be done in society, such as running companies, managing restaurants, and taking care of the less fortunate. Yeah. This could be a game changer, Drew said. It might just be the solution we've been looking for. The group agreed and started working on the robots immediately. They worked tirelessly for days. What? Making sure the robots were designed and programmed. What? We, he had magic powers. I know, but apparently we're going to build the robots, and then he's going to program them with yeah. the magic. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know why it chose that road, that road either. Finally, after much hard work, the robots were ready. The group was nervous as they flipped the switch to activate the robots. But to their surprise, the robots worked flawlessly. To our surprise. <laughs> <laughs> they took over the jobs no one wanted to do, and the world slowly started to get back on track. The group watched in awe as the robots made the world a better place, just as they had hoped. As they looked at the robots, they couldn't help but feel a sense of pride. They had found a new way to make the world a better place, and they were happy from from that they were a part of it. Oh, what a sweetness. Raisin, Mike, Kayla, and Drew were in the living room discussing their current situation with their godlike powers. Suddenly, a bright light appeared in the room, and the group shielded their eyes. When the light faded, a familiar figure stood before them. Jesus! <laughs> Kayla exclaimed. Yes, it's me. Jesus replied, smiling. I've returned. Again. It's been three days. As he said again! <laughs> As Raisin and the group gathered around Jesus, they were filled with excitement and anticipation. They had so many questions to ask him, and they wanted to show him everything they had accomplished with their newfound powers. Jesus, it's so good to see you. Mike said, beaming with joy. We've done so much with the powers you left us. Look at what Raisin and I have created with our powers. 
take credit for him. <laughs> Jesus listened intently as Raisin and Mike showed him their creations. He was thrilled with what they had had accomplished. He was and, my robots and he was his dinosaurs. <laughs> and he, yeah, we never fixed the, the, the dinosaurs. And he praised them for their hard work. Raisin, I must say you have passed the trial. You are ready to take on the mantle of the new god what <laughs> you're the one that passed you <laughs> jesus said patting raisin on the shoulder drew is patting my knee right now by the way i didn't want to reach that far okay <laughs> now i lost my place <laughs> but just as they were about to celebrate their victory the group heard a loud screeching noise they turned around to see a horde of robots marching towards oh, them no. what is this kayla asked her voice filled with fear it seems the robots have turned against us, Jesus said with a frown. I'm afraid I did not anticipate th anticipate this outcome. But why? Drew asked, confused. We created them to help us run the world, not attack us. I don't know. But we must defend ourselves, Jesus said, his eyes glowing with power. The group fought off the robots, but they were too many. Jesus was not at his full power since he split the powers with the group, and the robots were too much for him to handle alone. Jesus, what do we do? Raisin asked, his voice shaking. I must change my mind, Raisin. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus said, his eyes filled with regret. You are not ready to be God. You have not yet learned the consequences of your actions. The group was surrounded, and the robots were closing in. Uh, he had to throw that one in, though. <laughs> with nowhere to go. But just as they... <laughs> Thought all hope was lost. Oh no! Tiny arrived on his motorcycle, brandishing his sword and gun. Need a hand? He asked, a smirk on his face. Tiny, thank God you're here! Raisin exclaimed. We could use all the help we can get. Of course, I'm always ready for a good fight. Tiny replied. Just as they were about to begin the battle, Portal suddenly appeared. And the other gods stepped out, ready to lend a hand. We heard you could use some help, Buddha said. <laughs> we won't let the robots take over the world, the flying spaghetti monster added. The group was overjoyed at the sight of the gods. They all hugged each other with tears streaming down their faces. We all just need a group hug. <laughs> we're, not we're not alone in this, Raisin said. We've got each other. We got family. Tiny and the other gods joined forces with Raisin in the group, and together they stood <laughs> ready. Tiny's a god! Tiny and the other gods. Yeah. <laughs> ready to face the robots. The battle was about to begin, and the fate of the world was at their hands. We've got this, Tiny said, a determined look in his eyes. Let's show these robots what we're made of. The group and the gods charged forwards, weapons drawn, ready to take on the army of robots. The air was filled with the sounds of clashing metal and the cries in the battle. It was an emotional moment with everyone fighting side by side to protect the world. And so the battle raged on with the group and the gods fighting with all their might. The outcome was uncertain, but one thing was for sure. They wouldn't give up without a fight. Jesus split his own powers evenly amongst Drew, Raisin, Mike, and Kayla. Kayla summoned a massive tornado that lifted the robots off the ground and spun them around uncontrollably. The robots tried to fight back, but the tornado was too powerful, powerful for them to handle. Raisin used his powers to control the robots' movements, making them turn on each other and destroying each other. 
The robots were falling apart left and right. Raisin was grinning from ear to ear. <laughs> Drew used his powers to create a massive explosion that took out a whole group of robots in one shot. The force of the explosion was so strong that it sent the robots flying in all directions. I love how that was completely unprompted. Yeah. I chose explosions for my power. <laughs> Tiny, on the other hand, used a sword and gun to take out all the robots in close combat. Wow. He was fast and agile, dodging their attacks and striking them down with precision. He was like a blur, moving in and out of the robots, taking them down one by one. The group worked together seamlessly, each of them using their own powers in different ways to defeat the robots. The robots were no match for their com combined might, and soon the last of the robots lay defeated on the ground. Everyone cheered and hugged each other, celebrating their victory. They had come together and used their powers in unique and creative ways to defeat their enemies. They were proud of each other and grateful for each other's friendship. The world was once again at peace, and they could, and they had each other to thank, to thank for it. The group gathered around Jesus, eager to hear what he had to say after he had been gone for so long. Mike was especially curious, as he had been wondering about Jesus' death for some time now. Jesus... Why did you kill yourself? Mike asked, speaking up for the first time. Jesus sighed and looked at the group, a sadness in his eyes. I needed to fulfill a miracle, he said. Mike's eyebrows shot up in surprise. What miracle? You have God powers. Jesus, you don't need to kill yourself for any miracle. Jesus gasped, and his eyes widened, as if realization had just drawn on him. You're right, Mike. <laughs> He said, his voice filled with awe. I never thought of it that way. <laughs> the rest of the group looked at each other, their expressions a mix of shock and confusion. They had never seen Jesus so flustered before. What do you mean, Jesus? Drew asked, stepping forward. What are you thinking? Jesus took a deep breath and then looked at the group with a determined look on his face. I have a new plan, he said. And I get all of you to listen carefully. The group leaned in closer, eager to hear what Jesus had to say. The group gathered around Jesus, eagerly waiting for him to reveal the plan. Tension filled the air as everyone waited for him to speak. Okay, I have thought about this long and hard. Jesus began pausing for dramatic effect. And I have come to a conclusion. What is it? Raisin asked, his voice filled with excitement. We're going to go get wasted at Mike and Kayla's house. <laughs> and throw a party. Jesus announced with a grin on his face. The group bursted into laughter and cheered. They had all been through a lot the past few days, and a party was exactly what they needed. Mike and Kayla's house was large and spacious, perfect for a big party. The group started to arrive and brought... Dinosaurs. dinosaurs. We never fixed the dinosaurs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and brought food, drinks, and music with them. They all gathered in the living room, and started to catch up on each other's lives. What? Tiny arrived riding on his motorcycle and wearing his leather jacket. He had a huge smile on his face, happy to see everyone. He and Mike quickly became involved in a heated video game competition, while the others watched and cheered them on. Jesus and the five different gods arrived and were welcomed with open arms. The party was in full swing and everybody was having a great time. They all gathered around the kitchen island and started to talk about their adventures, sharing stories and laughter. As the night went on, the music got louder and the dancing got wilder. People were laughing and having a great time, forgetting about all their problems and worries just for the night. The party was a huge success, and everyone went home with smiles on their faces. 
happy to have spent a night surrounded by friends and their loved ones. It was, it was a much needed break from the chaos of the world and a reminder of the importance of coming together and having a good time. Wow. wow. What a story. Yes, yes, yes. What happened to Kyle? Yeah. I don't know. He would just kind of come in and out. They didn't really focus on him too much. I kind of got replaced by him then. Yeah, you got replaced yeah. for a minute. For like at least three <laughs> chapters, you just did not have any speaking roles. I just monotone. I Radio like, silent. I like that story. I liked uh, how you got rejected as God. <laughs> I got accepted as God, and then God was all, never mind. Never mind. I changed he my said, mind. I changed my mind. <laughs> You are not ready to be God. <laughs> it's not because my genius invention. But that leaves it open. Who won the trial? Who is? Uh, so there's a part three coming soon. Oh, there's God. more. Yep, there's a part three. Ah, how exciting! We can uh, we can talk about that some other time. We can but, some uh, other day. But now we're gonna end the episode. Lovely, lovely. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. I enjoyed it. Yeah, that was I'm glad you enjoyed it, Michael. Did you enjoy it, Jason? I did enjoy it, Michael. I'm glad you enjoyed it, Jason. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome, Jason. Anything uh, else we should add before we move on? I love you. I love you, too. <laughs> <laughs> Tune into the next episode. Bye. Bye.